What's up? This is Johnny Tacos, and welcome to a new episode of Taco Tuesday Testimonials. And I have a good friend, Matt Barker, who's going to uh, bring out an an awesome testimony. Uh, Just wanted to say before we start this show, uh, thank you to all the old listeners that have been listening to this podcast since day one. Uh, all the new listeners that happen to stumble upon here, this is not by mistake. God has sent you here to learn something from either today's episodes or some of my previous episodes. So welcome, uh, your family, your family in God's eyes and your family in my eyes. So have a seat, sit back, drink your tea or your or your nice uh, almond milk, or whatever you want to do while you're listening to this uh, conversation. Uh, and if you, like uh, Matt, have a testimonial testimony that you want to talk about over the uh, podcast, you can contact me at the Johnny Tacos Podcast on Facebook, or you can email me at johnnytacospodcast at gmail.com. Without any further interruption, I'm going to hit this intro button, and then we're going to talk to our friend Matt here, okay? All right, here we go. All right. Hey, Matt, how are you doing today? I know it's a two, not even a Tuesday yet, but it's close to the end of the week and uh, the weekend's coming up. Uh, you're pretty excited about it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so March Madness, so uh, good times, good times. Pretty excited. See, I got another sports guy here. I haven't, I haven't listened to... Or even really watched a lot of basketball since the '90s era with a, uh, you know, Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, you know, uh, legends. You know, back then, uh, kind of lost its kind of sparkle when people were more concerned about money than playing. So. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of politics in it too now, so it's kind of a. <laughs> so, yeah. so where are you? Yeah. So wh- where are you from? Um, I'm down here in Fort Worth, Texas. Grew up outside of Waco. So you're only maybe about 45 minutes away from me. Uh, beautiful Waxahachie, Texas. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I so, so you're from Waco. Uh, yeah, that's, a that's kind of a drive to move from Waco to Fort Worth. Yeah, yeah. Grew up in a tiny town about 45 minutes from Waco, uh, Grosbeck, but, uh, it, you know, we had uh we had more cows than people, so uh, it didn't take me long to to get out of there. <laughs> so you had to move it on up, huh? <laughs> uh, I... Yeah, that was kind of a stupid joke. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we could edit that out. We'll put some insert funny joke right here. Here we go, and then we'll have some laughter. <laughs> All right, awesome. So tell me something about you. Tell um how did the life and day start for Mister Barker? 
Um, you know what? <clears throat> I uh, I was that kid that uh, kind of grew up not in church so much, but uh, I grew up I grew up at church. My uh, my dad re- led the worship. Uh, my mama played the the uh, the piano. My brother played the drums. So uh, I kind of knew God at a real young age. Um, but before my teen years, the uh, the pastor he left, and uh, then the church kind of had a a split. Uh, devil kind of moved in and politics and all kinds of things and the church split and my parents kind of uh stopped going to church altogether and uh after that it uh kind of things fell apart yeah you know that i hear that story so so many times uh about what the the church uh seems to forget about what the church is supposed to be and more on what the world wants the church to be so I, I feel that. And then you get a lot of church hurt going on and you have people that are like, well, I don't want to go to church anymore because so, so did this. So, so did that. I'll, I'll just stay home and I'll read my Bible and, or it's, uh, comes to a point where church hurt just pushes away people from the Lord altogether. Yeah. Yeah. I, I see that a whole lot. So you grew up, um, you grew up in the church, but you weren't fully invested in following um, the the church and following God's steps. Right. No, I, I'd say because uh, we pretty much we fell out, um, you know, around my young teen years. And so, you know, I, I luckily had that uh, that background, thankfully, because uh, I'm, I'm definitely thinking you know, it helped me come back to God later in life. But, uh, yeah, once my parents stopped going, you know, me and my sister, we, we would walk to uh the the closest church there for for a little while but then we went you know we stopped doing that our parents had a uh, relationship problems you know they ended up divorcing and uh went their separate ways uh we went and lived with my mom pretty much no supervision and uh you know started partying and, and doing what teens do whenever they're you know god's not in their life so you're saying uh do what teens do uh you know was it like partaking in alcohol drugs partying uh, oh yeah so, so you're living that, that lifestyle. What age did you think you started all that? Um, pretty much, uh, I'd say my junior year, um, started drinking, uh, and then my senior year, whenever we pretty much had, you know, no supervision, uh, pretty much we could do whatever we wanted. And then, uh, yeah, we, uh, and, you know, pretty much did whatever we wanted, <laughs> lived by ourselves for a while. It was just me and my sister for a little bit. And, uh, yeah. So, so with, with that going through, cause I, I lived that life too, but not, you know, this is not about me. This is about you. Uh, so how did that, how did that make you feel with your father leaving, uh, the divorce? Did that kind of make you go into this rebellious state where you were looking around for something to, uh, feel that void that you're missing, you know, with, uh, the family and also, you know, seeking church. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, cause you know, they're there before the divorce and before the split, um, before the, the move, it was, it was all, you know, one big thing. We moved away. So we moved away from all my friends, family. Um, my girlfriend at the time, uh, where, you know, I met her in church, uh, you know, just happened to go there on new year's, you know, 
like I said, me and my sister would still, you know, as teenagers, as young teenagers, we still explore, you know, we still walk to church and stuff. We still had the desire, uh, thankfully. Um, but, uh, you know, once we moved away, you know, we moved from Texas to Mississippi, went and lived with my mom and my dad, my dad was, you know, more, you know, structured one when it came to, to going to church in the first place. Um, but, uh, yeah, once we went down there, it was, uh, I didn't have my dad anymore. I didn't have my friends anymore. I didn't have my family. My brothers were every, everybody was down here. There was pretty much nothing in Mississippi and, uh, replaced it with, uh, it was, we were where we lived was right on the border of, of Louisiana. So we were only about 45 minutes from, from New Orleans. And so it was a big party area, Mardi Gras. So yeah, we replaced it with, I mean, just partying and alcohol and, and a whole new set of different type of friends that I had before I had moved. And uh, a lot of these friends, they they had access to stuff that you found intriguing. Um, was this a uh, like a daily occurrence, or did it just gradually end up um, going to a party stage? Or yeah, I'd say it started off as a you know probably a weekend thing. Uh, or, no, everyone what started off just, you know, we went to a party here and there and then, then it became, you know, you're partying every weekend and then, then all of a sudden Mardi Gras comes up and then, you know, I'm used to two week drunk fest. Uh, and next thing you know, you're just drinking all the time and partying all the time. And then you're skipping school sometimes. And then you're partying before school and sleeping half the day at, in class, you know, and pretty much don't remember anything about economics. And <laughs> that was pretty much my, my nap, uh, period, first period in high school, uh, my senior year. Yeah, I don't think I can remember anything about economics. That's probably why, you know, I got a wife that's so good at economics. I'm like, you know what? We'll just have her do all the bills and I'll just I'll just be me, you know. Hey, God's good like that, right? He balances yep. it out like that for us. Yep, you know, um so do you have a story uh of your youth that that kind of uh kind of uh summarizes what what you went through like some of the bad trips some of the the i want to say um rock bottom kind of a a feel before you started um focusing back on trying to live the way that god wanted you or intended you to live yeah um unfortunately it you know it lasted until pretty much uh i was about 30 years old and, uh, got a divorce. Um, you know, uh, pretty hit rock bottom. Uh, me and my, my ex-wife at the time, uh, I mean, we were swinging and, you know, drinking and all the time, you know, drugs, all kinds of stuff. Uh, it was, yeah, just rock bottom, literally, you know, once we uh, filed for divorce, uh, that was, a uh, that was pretty much the rock bottom. And then, and Jesus just swept in right then. I mean, just perfect timing, you know, kind of like, like he does. So you were, you were married in your younger years. Uh, do you have children? I do. I do. I have, uh, I had two with my ex-wife. Um, I have five now. Well, I got one ahead of you. So, you know, you gotta keep, you gotta oh, get wow. back up. I don't meet too many, with, you I don't you... meet too many with, with, that are ahead of me. <laughs> you need to get you one more, man. Come on. <laughs> If it was up to my wife, we would, I believe. She keeps getting baby fever. <laughs> yeah, my wife's still getting baby fever, even though we're into our grandchildren. So, oh wow, awesome. So, um, 
so you met your your ex-wife um in your what in your 20s uh no uh teens um i was 19 she was 17 i believe okay so it was in the midst of the party and so y'all y'all had a common go um a common like which was the party life so y'all got married oh, yeah. and it was still going through that through your life of uh you know lust and and alcohol and drugs and all that when when did you figure out that wasn't the route you wanted to go um you know it probably you know after we after we got pregnant with our first child you know every you know that stuff slowed down thankfully you know you, you you're able to do that you know you don't want to show your kids that same thing but then uh yeah, they're close to the end the last couple of years, you know, that's whenever, you know, the swinging and all that stuff. I mean, you're, tr- you're just trying to fill up a void, a hole uh, with anything you can, anything that the world says is fantastic. I mean, I, I could tell the story to a whole different group of people and they'd be celebrating the fact that, you know, we're doing this and ruining lives and marriages. And, but, uh, but no, um, yeah, it was pretty much the last couple of years that uh, we started doing that. And then, uh, well, rock bottom. Uh, um, she moved. She she moved out uh, with another guy, and and uh, you know I, I got help uh, from my sister. You know my family had you know seen this going on for a long time. You know they they definitely hadn't wished it for me. And uh, you know, I reached out to my sister, and uh, she's like, you know, I'll help you through this. You know, through y'all splitting up. But uh, you know, you can't go back into you can't go back into that life. You have to promise me that. And uh. And then I uh, got invited to a volleyball game at a church, and that's where it turned around. Well, um, people don't understand that that lifestyle really isn't for a family. You know, that lifestyle isn't a forever lifestyle. It's it's not a healthy uh, way of managing yourself. Uh, You start thinking, you know, you start thinking more of the earth's pleasures and then you start filling that hole, but you never get, you never get full, you know? Um, you know, when Jesus told that lady at the well and says, drink from my waters, from my living waters and, and you'll never be thirsty again, but you're, you're drinking from the earth and, and it's desires and it's, uh, pleasures. And cause the flesh yearns for that kind of pleasure that um it it doesn't it doesn't feel uh you know feel that void that you have and you start doing it more and you start going to more of an excess right it's similar metaphorically to, makes you thirstier yep and and you see it a lot you know when your tolerance gets built uh you know you start off in one beer and then you go to two beer and then pretty soon you're having your refrigerator stocked with, uh, with beer because, you know, it's not getting you to that point where you are. And unfortunately, some people do not learn that. And, you know, they, they get sick, they get a cancer or they get something, um, then, you know, that takes their life. And it's a sad thing to do because I had to live with parents that were alcoholics. So, yeah. 
so when you started volleyball, uh, so volleyball brought you to the Lord, huh? <laughs> well, um, my brother, he played, uh, he was he's big into sports and, uh, he happened to play, uh, co-ed volleyball in a, in, in a church league and, uh, they needed a, a guy for the night. And so he invited me over and, uh, um, the pastor happened to be playing on the other team. And, uh, you know, after the game, you know, we and me and him got to talking and, um, he laid down some truths and, and invited me to church. And I went to that church that next Wednesday and, um, the Wednesday, it was more like, a their Wednesday services. It's not so much church service, you know, they split into groups, uh, different age groups and, uh, just kind of do a Bible study and a, and a you know, discussion like that. And, uh, and then, uh, you know, he gave me his phone number and, you know, we started talking a whole lot and man, it's just, God just up and just, all I could do was just read my Bible and just tell people about, about God. I mean, it was just, it was just an awakening. It was, uh, you know, you, you, I mean, if you, if you've never experienced God rescuing you and pulling you down from, from the abysses, you know, and then just showing you what life could be. And, you know, you just, you go from that to just, you know, it's, it's just, it's amazing. It's amazing. You know, the scales all the way from your eyes, you know, <laughs> Yeah, definitely. What's the church name? Um, it was Grace Chapel at the time. They've changed their name since. It's a uh, Redeeming Grace Fellowship now. Okay. In, uh, in Tyler, Texas. Oh, East good Texas. old Tyler. Good old Tyler, Texas. Home of football. That's what I I say. It's home of football. And uh, I, oh yeah. So, so you were in Tyler, Texas. So you moved from um, the. Louisiana, around Mississippi, Louisiana. So you started moving back towards Texas. Yeah, once uh, once we got pregnant with my my daughter, um, I we we decided that we didn't want her to grow up around that area because yeah, like I said, I mean, you there's there, I moved down there and kids that were you know 14 years old, 13 year old, everybody had fake IDs and party and Mardi Gras. It was it, it one of the best areas. You know, the clubs were fuller at three in the morning than they were at midnight they didn't close down. Um, so we moved to Arlington, uh, whenever we got pregnant with her, you know, we kind of bounced around Texas, moved in Arlington for a little bit, went to East Texas, moved to Tyler, lived there for about five, six years. So you're, you're still in that, that, um, that kind of a nomad, nomad place trying to find a home. Uh, so you were pretty much getting the same outcome everywhere you went, right? Right. So, and this is before, uh, when you, at the, the volleyball, was that in Tyler? You said it was in Tyler, right? Yeah, that was in East Texas before I moved up here. Okay. Did you yeah. uh, move back? Did you move to Fort Worth after Tyler, after East Texas? I did. Uh, I got, uh, we got real involved after that. Um, got real involved in that church. Um, um, you know, started, a, a pastor would even let me uh, drive the van to a, uh, to pick people up to bring them to service because um, I drove a cab at the time and so I would tell people about God in my cab and invite them to church and so if they you know accepted then of course you know they they, they, they need to ride because I picked them up in a cab so the uh, pastor would let me bring the van out <clears throat> and uh, do that but yeah we got real involved um, in the church um, after my divorce I lived there for a while and then, you know I, I say we because uh, that's where I met my my wife at the time um 
she had she has two kids and I had my two kids. Um, after the divorce, of course, I split time with my two kids. Um, and then uh, there, after a while, uh, God called us to move up here to uh, to the Metroplex. To uh, my uh, my house was being sold, so we started looking around East Texas, and uh, <clears throat> and uh, a lot of my family was up here in, in this area. You know, they wanted me to move up here, but I had no desire because, like I said, I was really involved in the church. Um, but I came up here and visited my brother and went to his church, and uh, it was everything the pastor was saying from the worship to that to the people. It just you know, you, you know, you walk in a building and you just feel the spirit. Um, but it just felt, you know, it was, it was amazing. Um, so we started going to our church on Sundays there in East Texas. And after service, you know, we'd, we'd watch their service online. Um, we did that for a while. We prayed about it for probably about three or four months. And just uh, God put in our hearts to move up there. So we moved up to uh, to this area, to the Fort Worth area. That's awesome. So you... You started off being the chauffeur of the Lord or the shepherd. You were bringing his uh, flock into him. So you can think of that. That's pretty cool. That should be your title. Matt, chauffeur of the Lord Barker. That, <laughs> that's, your, that's your new title. I, I W that. Amen. I'll yeah. take it. I'll take it. <laughs> so what church are you going to now in Fort Worth? Um, it's called Keystone. And uh, it started uh, started in a guy's house. Uh his father was a pastor, um, and uh, he got the calling uh, to, to start a church in his house, you know, very few people, and uh, it's kind of grown since then. We, we all, we, we just moved into our first building that we built. They're renting a furniture store for a while, and we just moved in, I'd say, four weeks ago into our new building, but uh, yeah, it's, 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 a, it's very spirit-filled. It's amazing. It's, it's fantastic. That's awesome. Uh, you know, uh, my pastor always saying that church is not the building it's the people you know Amen. and we go by a mottos we are the church and it's it's a beautiful thing um that it, you start off as humble as you know inviting people to your house for daily which we should be doing anyways we should be having bible study at any uh, at your house or at a friend's house or you can meet up at a coffee shop uh, just have a quick hour of uh, either, you know, strictly either men or women's uh, Bible study, or you can do a blended one. I've been to to both at at you know at times. So, uh, so what are um, are you a, a volunteer at that church, or are you um, a pastor there? Um, no, yeah, I, I volunteer. Uh, I uh, work backstage a little bit. I've done. Uh, um, different service, you know, uh, greeting people, things like that right now. I'm um, trying out for the worship team uh, here soon. Uh, getting this song down, I'm going to do that. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, actually, uh, I started a ministry uh, a couple years ago, homeless ministry, um, out of my home uh, when COVID hit. So uh do that. And then um, soon after that, I started uh, – doing christian hip-hop uh, at the at the age of 40 god put that into my heart it's a kind of weird story <laughs> so so you are a musician you know i'm learning new stuff about you uh this whole this whole testimony so so you're are you um for worship are you trying to uh include the hip-hop uh trying out for the worship team or 
you just uh, you can sing as well or play an instrument? Um, no, just trying to sing, uh, trying to sing, and then of course, uh, we are the type of church that they'll they'll throw me in there to do some hip hop for sure. But uh, I wish I could play an instrument. I'm the only one in my family that uh, can't play an instrument. Never had the patience to sit down long enough. Yeah, I I I looked at a piano. I can I can make it look like I know what I'm doing, but if you actually turn <laughs> up the volume, you'll be like, uh, "Is he trying to kill a cat? What is going <laughs> on with that?" So, so you um, you went from a divorced family uh, that really tore you apart uh, to finding. Well, you can say love within, you know, the uh, the desires of the flesh through uh, drugs, alcohol, fornication, uh, through that lifestyle for years and to um, being married at a young age to someone that shared the same desires as you did, but not for the Lord but for the temptation of the flesh to waking up one time at a volleyball game, uh, seeing what God um, has done with people listening, uh, opening up your heart. Uh, and now, uh, then you became chauffeur of the Lord, uh, chauffeuring people to church now you're going to be a part of a worship team and you're a rapper. Boy, that is a, that's a big story. That's, that's a overcoming well, and, uh, story there. I tell you, and then, uh, we started, uh, bread and fish ministries is our homeless ministry. We feed the homeless, uh, in downtown Fort Worth. Uh, we also bring them Bibles, uh, clothe them, things like that. Um, and, uh, I mean, God has done some, crazy miracles when it comes to that it's a we started it uh whenever uh when covid hit and shut down the town and so uh i put it on my heart we started that and people just started donating like crazy started handing out food you know that is that warms my heart to see you giving back you know the lord uh blesses you with with a house with a family with a, a wonderful wife um your job, uh, bless you with that. And you, and you wanted to show his blessing to other people. And that is a beautiful thing. That is a, that is what God intended people to do. So yeah, I really think that's why he, uh, because of that obedience, I really think that's why he rewarded me with the rapping. Thing. I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd never had the desire to write music, nor the talent. And, like I said, I'm 40 years old. I'm uh, a rapper, <laughs> but uh, you know, it was a couple couple months after I started that, he put it on my heart to do that. And then, uh, literally, uh, me and my friend were handing out like a week after I wrote my first song. And this lady out of nowhere, she came up and she she uh, walked up to me and she said, uh, "Are you writing?" And I was like, "Excuse me." And she said, uh, "Are you writing yet?" And I said. Uh, kind of i said i just wrote a song the other day and i was just telling my friend about it. she goes no she said god sent me over here to tell me that you need to continue to write to keep writing don't stop he'll open up doors um and he'll you know don't worry about that and i was you know I, she, she's like the holy spirit's moving us it's like i'm getting goosebumps and i was like i said that's crazy that's like i was just telling my friend about that 
my friend Zach, you know, we were handing out together. And she goes, this young man over here? And I was like, yeah. And so she calls him over here. She goes, God sent me over here to tell, tell you that he needs to keep writing and you need to make sure y- y'all keep writing. And he'll open up doors. And, and she reiterated that. And then she walked away. And so I'm kind of in shock. And, you know, kind of woke up a little bit. And uh, so finally I'm like, wait, what's your name? And she said, Mary something. I don't remember her last name. Uh, and then come to find out, you know, I didn't even realize at that time, but my friend had a studio in his house. You know, I knew I knew he had internet studio. He'd always done music and, and wrote beats and things like that. But he had a studio in his house, so he's like, Bet, you know, we're gonna get we gotta get you in the studio and see what we sound like, you know, because I got shared with him what I wrote, but you know, that's the difference in actually getting in there and doing it. And uh yeah, we went in there and it sounded good. And so uh since then we've done about, you know, twelve songs. Uh, a DJ in the UK heard one of my songs online and so he's he asked if he could start promoting me and he started playing me on the his 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 show that plays on radio stations in the UK and I've done three shows since then. Uh, I did a show in East Texas. There was over 600 people showed up and two people got saved. Uh, it's been crazy. It's been crazy. God is moving. You, you haven't even, I didn't know that. You should have uh, sent me some MP3s, man. I want I need to hear them. Can you send me some? Yes, sir. And you know what? Uh, you send me, you send me one tonight and I'll put it in this show. How about that? Awesome. Will do. So, what is your future? What what's the 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 future of this forty year old rapper? <laughs> you know, I don't know. It's uh, I, you know, and thankfully, uh, you know, I know I'm supposed to keep writing. You know, um, I definitely feel that. You know, God God's put it on my heart to keep writing, and uh, thankfully, He sent somebody out to uh prophesy you know he doesn't he didn't have to do that you know that's a nice confirmation i appreciate that god (laughs) so i'm gonna do that and see where it goes but i mean i just have a desire whether it's music or whatever it is um with the ministry you know is is just to uh just show people god i mean we don't have time anymore to just sit around and and you know the church is just not called to just just sit in a pew and just be be uplifted and be filled you know every sunday or whether you're going on wednesdays you know we're supposed to be the church and so my desire, whether it is with the music, whether it is to put out albums, whether it is to go perform at churches, whether it is, you know, join the worship team, any outlet that I can uh, talk on these podcasts uh, just to reach people um, any way I can. And, uh, you know, continue to to hear from God and, and follow his will and wherever that goes, you know. Amen. I, Amen to that. Uh, so what song do you want to want to put on the, on this uh, podcast? Oh man, you know what? Um, I, no, I have a couple of them. I have a couple of them. I have to look at it. Maybe, uh, maybe gave it all. That's a good one. He gave it all. Probably that one. Okay. So what I'll do at the end of the show is I'm gonna leave us out with that with that song. And uh, do you have um, do you have any? Uh, websites, uh, what if, uh, any of our listeners want to donate to your cause for helping the homeless over there in Fort Worth? Do you have a website or can they contact you through Facebook or do you have a group? Uh, yeah, you can go on, a, uh, our, our Facebook group is on bread and fish ministries on Facebook. If you search bread and fish ministries, you'll find it. And, um, uh, my wife, she set up a Venmo and all that. Um, you know, you can do the cash donations, but. To me, it's easier. I like it a lot better anyway, because you know exactly what what, where your, what your money's going for and stuff like that. 
uh, she sets up these Amazon wish lists with things that, that we need at the time, like saying, you know, a couple months ago, you know, it had been, you know, jackets and, and coats, things like that, uh, hand warmers, um, but, you know, tents, um, water, uh, snacks, and you can just order it right there and have it directly shipped, and that way you know exactly what your money's going to. If, if you're going to Venmo it, then, you know, it could go for pizza one day. You know, we go out there and we're, we're going to, you know, buy the $5 pizzas at, uh, uh, well, you know the place with the five dollar carryouts. Yeah, so, at Little Caesars. Uh, you know, maybe one day we're gonna put it toward Bibles. You know, when maybe we're gonna. So if you want to directly know where your money's going toward, just get on the Amazon wish list. If you want to send the money, yeah, we're we're definitely happy to. You know, it's it's gonna go to a, a good place. It's gonna go to where it needs to be. You know that that is awesome. Not a lot of people are doing that. Uh, we live in a world where it's selfie. You know, the selfie age where it's all about me, 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 you're hurting my feelings, you're, you're, <clears throat> you're taking my money away from me. Uh, people don't forget, uh, people forget that we need to lean on each other, you know, as well as we need to lean on the Lord, because uh, God had made us to be a social creature, to be a, a family, you know, because we're all part of his body. Um, right. But we're living in this selfie one where everything is about me. You go on TikTok, it shows I'm this, you know, I do this. I, you know, it's uh, everything's focused on on me as an aspect. Oh, yeah. You know, they're, they're, they're not doing this well. You know, don't focus on me. Focus on the Lord and focus on what the Lord has given me to give to y'all. Um, right. Unfortunately, that's the life we live in, and um, I don't see it clearing up as much. So we have to band together as Christians to uh, push back those values that, that the Bible has stated. Uh, you know, the, the Bible is the ultimate law book. It's the original law book. It's, it's not, not just a law book. It's, it's a way of life. It's mm-hmm. it's a life of living happy. It's it's a life of living healthy. Right. And, you know, um it, it's just it's just unfortunate. It's it's where the way we live in right now and Yeah, I mean the world is the way it is because we don't follow that. <laughs> if everybody followed that then then it would then I mean all you need not look past whenever whenever the disciples asked Jesus, what the most important thing is, you know, love the Lord with all your heart and soul. And just as important, treat others like you want, like you want to be treated yourself. Oh, every commandment falls into that. If we all just loved each other, then we'd, we'd look around and none of this would be going on. So, yeah, like if we just follow that book, that's all it takes. Is, so the church just has to be the church, man, because the world's not going to be the church. You see what the world's going to be. But, uh, yeah, the church and every member of the church has to be the church not just go to church amen uh, so so we uh, so we're here at the um, the ending of the show I want to thank you so much for coming up on the show t- uh, sharing your testimony sharing these talents that God has given you the gifts that that, that God has given you and your your servitude your your obedience to God to to be a steward 
for the Lord. And I want to thank you so much uh, for for listening to God and and for uh, coming up from where you were were at at a young age to who you are now. Um, forty years old, man. You're only five years younger than me. So <laughs> well, I'm forty one now. But, uh, uh, okay, so you're four years ahead. younger than me. <laughs> It's, I'm trying to catch up, man. You just stay still for a little bit. I'll be there. Well, when my daughter, um, my daughter, my youngest daughter is born on my birthday. So I told, I told my ex-wife at that time, I said, well, I am not going to, um, I'm not going to grow older. Uh, I want to <laughs> stay 30 for the rest of my life. So I guess, I guess you're my elder now. oh yeah so i got you i got you by 11 years now yep (laughs) (laughs) but uh i wanted to go over a quick bible verse before i let you go uh this is uh about uh fellowship it's one john one three uh that which we have seen and heard we proclaim also to you so that you too may have fellowship with us and indeed our fellowship is with the Father and His Son, Jesus Christ. And that's what we need. We need to be fellowship. We need to know that our Lord is our Savior and that He is there in our time of need. He's there in our, in our time of happiness. He's walking that path with us. He, we have our fellowship with the Lord and His Son, Jesus Christ. Right. Um, people tend to forget that people tend to forget the, the fellowship. They, they forget the, the, that he's there, um, through, through our torment, through our happiness. We only praise God when something good happens, right? A lot of people, a a lot of people, um, uh, praise God when something good happens. Thank you, Lord, for giving for him when something bad happens. <laughs> yep. Which is is good, you know, because the Lord says, "Lean on me." You know, uh, I can't remember the verse all too too well on too well on that. So, um, you know, He wants us to pray to Him for for anything for our for mm-hmm. the happy stuff and for. Uh, the stuff you're going through, uh, your mourning, your suffering, your your pain, um, the loss of loved ones. He wants you there praying to him. But he also wants you to, to keep praying, even if there's nothing going on. Right. Always be praying. Because that, that right there is a miracle in itself. If nothing bad is going on. And you're and you're enjoying your life, and life is 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 perfect. You know, it's it's comfortable. Give thanks to the Lord for that. It doesn't have to be an overabundance of good luck or not good luck, uh, but good news and and a, a full increase of money to to just sit down and thank the Lord. You can thank the Lord for waking up. You could thank the oh, Lord for having this breath that we're doing right now, our our talking, our fellowship we're doing right now. It says all good things come from God, all good things. Amen. 
And, you know, God, God's answer is yes and amen. So you, you ask him and you just, you sit there and, and his time, he will reveal what, what he has in store for you. And it's a beautiful thing. It, it, It doesn't matter if you're eight years old or you're 83 or you're 41 that when God comes and he delivers anything to you, it's, it's, it's a monumental. Oh yeah. <laughs> and he lets you know that it's, it's all him too. Yeah. There's no mistake. <laughs> yeah. And it, it just, it's miraculous, miraculously, um, there for you. So you're, um, <clears throat> You get to this point where you're like, I can't, I can do anything when I'm with God. I can yeah. do anything. And it opens up avenues such as you giving to the poor. Um, it goes out with me doing this podcast. It goes out with um, uh, Bill down the road with his. Um, men's prayer group or um someone out uh giving out free mattresses because they they came upon a company that's just uh overfilled with a abundance of mattresses and they need to get rid of them yeah for their tax sakes but it's an opportunity for people to give to the needy for because uh, that's what l- the lord wants you to do so but um thank you again matt uh it hey, is an honor me. to meet you man it, you should come by the come by the church over here in waxahachie you know come by covenant life and you know maybe we can have fun. lunch one day you know I, I would love to meet you and your wife and you can meet me hey, and my wife if y'all if y'all ever want to have a uh, somebody come up there and do some do some rapping too. I've, I've, I've like I said I've done I've gone to three churches so far. It's been pretty cool. It's been pretty cool. So uh, yeah, that'd be awesome. I'd love to meet you guys. I love going to other churches too. You know, just seeing 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 what God's doing in other in other buildings. You know, I love my church and and, and uh, you know I, I'm gonna go where God tells me to go. I can't see going anywhere else right now. But I also love you know some churches around here. You know, every once in a while I want to go and, and see God move in another church and see Him moving. Just so you can get a, a bigger scope of it, you know, other than just your church. You see God moving in these other places, and it just fills you up, you know. Well, uh, if you do come down, uh, you got to let me know a week in advance or two weeks so I can get away from the media team so I can uh, be out there with you worshiping. Amen. All right. Hey, uh, what I do is I like my guests to pray us out. Would you mind giving us a word of prayer? <clears throat> sure thing. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day, Father. Thank you for, for bringing us together, Father. You say when two or more are gathered in your name, that, that you are there with them, Father. And we thank you for being here with us, Father. Thank you for, for allowing us to do this, Father, giving us the avenue to uh, to talk about you and to glorify you, to, to just to tell people what you've done in our lives. And we thank you for everything. We know where we were, we would be and where we were without you, Father. And all we can do is just give you thanks and praise for, for everything you've done for us, Father. Continue to bless us throughout this day, Father, and, and uh, take care of our families, Father, and just let us continue to have a wonderful spring break. Uh, 
Thank you for everything. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 All right, to everybody, thank you for listening uh, to this moving testimony. Uh, we have a origin story coming up uh, from all the way on the other side of the pond. So uh, it's going to be an awesome treat to to see how they worship there in good old England. Uh, we also have a uh, good friends of mine from Bread for War. It's a Christian metal band um, frontman Daniel Streety. Uh, he is having a festival called Chained Chains Unchained Festival, and this is their fifth year of having this, and they have a huge roster. It's over there in Springfield, Missouri. Unfortunately, that's not a good walk for me to go. Um, I would really love to go, but uh, unfortunately I can't. But a lot of my friends that are in bands that are will be there, uh, VIP is sixty dollars. Uh, general admission is forty, and that's for both days. Uh, it's going to be a lot of music. Food is going to be on them. So the the VIP packages um, is having food and also meet and greet with the with the bands there, and they have several several awesome uh, metal bands. And and Christians are a little sway from having you know well that's metal that's the devil's music you know if there's any way you can use their weapons against them is a way of triumph you can use any kind of music uh to pray uh to worship god and a lot of the metal stuff is old testament so it should uh be pretty good for the uh the older, uh, the older, uh, sects of, uh, of, uh, followers. So it's going to be a pretty awesome show. Um, it's, it's, it's going to be at a church. I forgot what the name of the church is. I, I have a commercial I set up not that long ago for it, but, uh, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be in July 29th and 30th. So if you're in Missouri, tell them taco man sent you, um, they'll treat you like family and hopefully uh hopefully next year i'll be able to fly up there so but but from the taco family to yours and uh thank you again matt for being on the show um we all wish you a blessed day so don't have a good day have a great day see y'all Praise, I lift your name, make it my only thing, because of Jesus I will sing. Gave it all, gave it all for me, forever change, reborn to give you praise. I lift your name, make it my only thing, because of Jesus I will sing. Jesus freak ain't denying that. Rep his name, no, I ain't hiding that. My life was changed, now I'm providing facts. God said, go, so now I'm writing tracks. Lift it up, we some Jesus freaks. Always talking about some Jesus things. Telling people things that Jesus brings. Cross around my neck, yeah, the Jesus bling. Saying bling, yeah, that's aging me. But this Jesus thing, it's contagious, see. Spit the truth, it's like planting seeds. Roots in the soul, then Jesus does his thing. It's like, son, go here and tell them this. Tell them all my love and all my greatest hits. The story in the gospel with the beats sound clever. Then show them my love and all the false letters.
Seeking the praise of the next come up Lost in the ways of society, correct Let me change the subject, let me Jesus inject Let me show you his love, let me Jesus reflect Let me hiding what I'm writing, showing Jesus respect No way to play, make the same mistake Hand your light to faith, cast your stones away Change your ways, don't hesitate The hooks are set, don't take the bait It's not too late to tell faith that you've been changed God's charge, his ways are my ways Thoughts locked to his days, eyes locked to his gaze On fire for God, it's his blaze Time aligned to his pace, rise designed to remind his grace Give him praise, build your faith, bring life change This is the day that he has made Be glad and forever praise his name all glory to you, God. Because of Jesus, I will sing. 